You're listening to the Washington Hospitality Industry Podcast, your primary source of information related to the hospitality industry in Washington State. Hello and welcome to the February episode of the CEO Podcast with Washington Hospitality Association President and CEO Anthony Antone. This month, Anthony sits down with David Blanford, Executive Director of the State of Washington Tourism. The two talk about the organization's first year of its rebranding and what they could do if the legislature approves $13 million for tourism promotion. Check the description for links to the web pages we mentioned in this show. If you have any questions, you can email us at podcast at wahospitality.org. Thank you to our sponsor, U.S. Bank. And now, here's Anthony. Welcome to February's CEO podcast. Really excited to be back with you. January was just a crazy month for our world. A lot of stuff going on, but hopefully for you, it was a good month. It's always that odd time of year for the industry where you have the post Christmas, post New Year's, you know, here comes the credit card kind of time of year of January and the impact of our industry. And yet, People still want to eat out. And people still want to uh, to get away after some of those crazy times. Maybe they need a vacation more than they, they needed from during the vacation time. But hopefully everyone's taking advantage of some downtime before things will pick up again in the spring for the industry. For us, this is the association's busiest time of year. And so this is a time where we could use a lot of your help. And so I'm going to walk through our, our, our four pillars. And with that, I'm going to start with government affairs. The legislature is in session. You can get a weekly update on what's going on in the legislature. We're tracking close to, I don't know, I'll say 1,200 bills, and that number is going to grow as session moves on. Some of them great, some of them scary as heck. Our top priorities uh, circle around tourism and keeping in place a lot of the improvements we saw that helped us get through COVID, such as uh, liquor to go and other areas like that. I encourage you to. Stay up to speed of what's going on. We did have our hill climb uh, last last week. So if you're listening later in the month, I'll say the last week of January, it was a fantastic event. We're really redoing it. And so I want to thank the over 100 operators who got involved and called and got engaged and expressed your support for key industry priorities like tourism and the liquor to go bill and voiced a lot of your concerns on some of the things that make us nervous that hopefully we can stop in their tracks or alter so they work for the industry. Want to thank everyone and also our presenting sponsor for that Hill Climb event, U.S. Bank. If you want to watch the Hill Climb briefing and are curious what we're focused on this session, you can go to the podcast notes and click on the hospitalityhillclimb.org and it will take you right there. That being said, government affairs is going crazy and we'll be through the next hundred and so days. One of our other pillars, uh, communication. Our handbook for excellent restaurant operations is now up to speed and on our website. Encourage everyone to check it out. If you've been a member for 10 or so years, you'll remember we used to send you the huge binder and all of you said, stop sending us binders. Just put it online. I can go find it there. So you can go find it online. Hopefully really easy to use and you can find whatever you need there continues to be uh, one of the main reasons some people join and you get all of our information. 
So go online, check it out. Tell us what you think of it. We know that many of you have still yet to download it. And uh, this gets you the latest laws of what you need to know written in something even I can understand. So it is, it is uh, chef friendly <laughs> and really easy to read. On the, on the lodging side, for those of you who have restaurant operations, uh, still download that book. We are also working on a brand new toolkit uh, for lodging. A lot of staff time going into that. We hope that a similar resource will be available to you come spring. And the team is dedicating a lot of time and effort to get that up and running. And we're also working on updating the uh, lodging legal guide, which is the old versions of currently online. And hopefully we'll have that soon. So two additional resources coming from communication for lodging. On biz dev side, speaking of lodging, our new clean buildings program is up and running. If you want to make sure that you're following the current laws, uh, you want to establish an Energy Star benchmark to know where you're at and be an early adopter to some of the new regulations, again, check out the uh, podcast notes and we can put a link in there to take you right to where you need to go to look at our uh, Hospitality Association Clean Buildings Concierge Program that will hopefully help our lodging members get in compliance of the things that are coming at them. And lastly, a really exciting time for the Education Foundation. As many of you know, in the beginning of COVID, we set aside the Education Foundation to focus on how we help you with government affairs and communication. Well, at our board meeting in this past uh, month, we've uh, voted to restaff the Education Foundation and start getting the program up and going again. So we will be hiring a new director and some other staff and really start spending the spring and summer in great shape to enlighten the industry's career paths. So they have got an exciting new mission, an exciting new vision. And as we get closer to rolling that out, hopefully I will have the new director and the new chair or and the chair of the Education Foundation on to talk about what you can expect from the Education Foundation moving forward. And so really exciting time there. So again, those are our four pillars. Hopefully on our best day, you find that we help your workforce succeed, that we're helping you with government affairs, that we're your primary source of information, and we're providing programs that save you money and make life easier, provide an ROI. With all that said, let's get to today's guest. I talked about tourism earlier under government affairs. It's our top legislative priority to establish strong baseline funding for tourism. And with that, let's take a break. And I'm going to get back to our guest, David Blanford, the executive director of State of Washington Tourism, who's going to give us an update of where we're at with tourism a year after the brand rollout and now in the middle of a major legislative push. Washington Hospitality Association partnered with U.S. Bank to provide you with innovative payment solutions at exclusive members-only pricing that meet the needs of your business and the demand of today's hospitality industry. Check the show notes for a link for more information. Thank you for sponsoring this podcast. Really excited to have on our podcast this month, the leader of state tourism, a good friend of the industry, longtime advocate on behalf of our industry in the state of Washington, and the president of State of Washington Tourism. What's the official title, David Blanford? Uh, executive Director, State of Washington Tourism. The, the Executive uh, Director, Head Guru of the State of Washington Tourism, David Blanford. David, welcome to the podcast today. Thanks for having me. Good to be with you, Anthony. 
you know, I really enjoyed our friendship over the, over the last year and actually the past several years and all the stuff we're doing together before we talk details of tourism, are you, are you as pleased as I am? as just the alignment the industry seems to have between DMOs and your work and the industry across all sectors and different areas. Are you feeling that as well? Just how the industry is aligning under, under your leadership? I'm feeling that every day, and I, I don't know if it's my leadership. I think it has to do with your leadership and the leadership of DMOs and restaurants and hoteliers. And it's validating because I think um, in the distant past, we weren't always aligned, as well aligned as we could be. But I think given some common challenges around pandemic and economics and funding and lack thereof, that we have ver learned very very much over the years that we are stronger together. And it, it is so meaningful right now, given that, that some challenges will continue and we, we just have to be aligned. So yeah, I, I feel it every day and I'm, I'm very committed to the fact that that is exactly the strategy to go forward. Well, I think you've given small and large DMOs and different elements of different forms of tourism a voice at State of Washington Tourism, and, and hopefully I've been a good partner in feeding and supporting and say, what can we do next? And, and you look at our teams on the Hill, and I don't think they realize the teams are actually two separate teams because they're just acting as one very, very well. About a year ago, we rolled out, probably a little longer ago, time flies, we rolled out the the State of Washington, our, our, our new tourism brand, and it's really exciting brand and talks to younger generations and it's got so many different subtexts and otherwise that you can build around, you know, roughly a year later, how are you feeling on the new brand for the state and, and your work as you see it playing out in the, in the public sector? I feel great. Uh, it was exactly right on the mark. It's been, you're right, exactly a year since we rolled it out. Um, we took our time. <clears throat> we, fully engage the statewide industry in what has to be the longest ever uh, stakeholder process, uh, probably a year and a half, and it coincided with COVID. But, you know, the benefit, I think, of taking our time and, and allowing ourselves to listen to the industry and allow them to formulate thought, to evolve that thought, I think made all the difference. Um, I would say, too, that it, we, we took the time to involve the public sector as well as the private sector, and we took time for the two sides to meld together. So ultimately, we had the support of both. And in fact, even the legislature um, and economic committee voted unanimously to approve it, which surprised me. It surprised me that we had such um, strong support on both the public and the private sides. Worth waiting for. Can you, for the for the folks who missed last year's podcast, even some of the work you and I've done to promote it, what are the two or three main themes of the new brand for our state and for hopefully getting people in here to fill up their hotel room and then fill up the tables? We are a fresh destination. We're a value-based brand that is uh, the confluence of local Washingtonian values with visitor values, a lot of common uh, values that we all care about. We're inviting uh, responsible travelers to come and immerse themselves, but also to be stewards of our place. 
um, to care about it as much as we do. And, you know, that fits travel sentiment these days. Travelers, especially in the wake of COVID and economics and world events, really want to be a part of a solution, want to support what is local and authentic. And so we have come along, I think, right at the right time with a brand like this, which is not mass market, but rather hyper-focused on that right traveler, the pathfinder. Lots of disposable income, loves to travel, wants a fresh fresh destination, um, wants to come and be a part of what exists here naturally and, and help preserve it. Well, and, and what I love on the images is, you know, a lot of it is the outdoor scenes, whether it's along the Columbia River or in wine country or in the mountains or out on the beach. A lot of this stuff is really speaking to all our great experiences here in Washington, which hotels and restaurants can pick up and play right into the theme. I think sometimes you see these branding themes, you're like, well, that's nice, but there's nothing I can do with my business. I think what you've created is a lot of people to take the state of Washington and experience Washington and really say, here's how it fits in Moses Lake. Here's how it fits in Chelan. Here's how it fits out on the peninsula, down on the gorge, you know, or in the urban areas. That is not an easy thing to, to hit that. I think one of your taglines is true to nature, which can be the nature of who you are. So more urban and uh, vibe and being real or true to nature, meaning the green and the water and the, and the, and the incredible vistas we have. So nice, yeah. nice work to your team. Thank you. Yeah, there's a double entendre there for sure. I think we're saying to visitors, come as you are. We want you. And we, we also want you to understand who we are in terms of painting a picture with words. Yes, this is a very decided new take on the state of Washington. In the past, you had the old traditional postcard view, mountain in the background, hiker in the foreground. Worked very well for a while, but now you see photos that are much closer. You can see the oyster shucker with the juice dripping. You can feel the green, green moss. Um, you've got the hiker in, on an alpine lake with his shoes off and his feet in the water. You can feel the coolness, the freshness. Immersion is so much a part of this brand, and that is what we hope really lures. I, I, I really, really like it. I'd encourage everyone listening to say, to, to go look at some of their videos and then go on your site and, and look, and we'll try to put in the podcast notes where to learn more about the brand. And then say, okay, now how do I speak to this? How do I, you know, how does my brand serve Washington wines or bring in the fresh local product? Or how does my lodging property connect you to the best trails or while you're in this area, here's what you can see when you're in Washington and nowhere else, right? Experience us. And um, I also have seen enough generational trends to know that the two generations coming in and becoming the bulk of the buying power this is exactly where they are, which is exciting. How is the conversation in the legislature going? And what are you asking for to really take this beautiful brand you've built and then now have the marketing dollars to start selling it? Yeah, well, marketing the heck out of something is expensive. <clears throat> marketing is expensive from media buys to agencies to production. 
all the photos, the videos, all the assets you would need for a statewide destination have to be created. And especially for a state like Washington, which didn't have a state, a state tourism program for more than a decade, everything needed to be rebuilt. We have rebuilt, and I think we've rebuilt in a, in a smart way, and we're positioned now to go out and market the heck out of the state in a smart way. Uh, it costs a state like Montana $20 million a year to do that. And you've all seen the, the bus ads and the billboards and things like that. We may not have the funds to, to blanket the way that Montana does, but we, we begin with an ask of $13 million per fiscal year, which helps us sustain operational funding statewide year-round. This is to basically run the program we've rebuilt. How is it going? It's going really well. We have great support in the legislature. They like the program that has been rebuilt. Again, they like the brand. They like the messaging. They feel it does capture our state well. They also like the component programs, which are not just marketing, but helping build up and bolster the industry with uh, technical assistance and development programs, giving them the tools and the resources needed to market or co-market with us so that the whole state is working as a partner. We, we are fond of saying that tourism is like importing taxpayers. They come, they spend, they leave. This industry knows that, certainly hospitality knows that. This is regenerative spending. Uh, there's a small investment here, a very small investment in what we're asking, but we immediately begin to turn that around and produce tax revenue, economic impact, regional equity, resilience, jobs. And given economic downturns, that matters. Fast turnarounds matter. There's insulation there if, if uh, we are to believe economists that a downturn is coming this year. I like that. It's not a tourism bill. It's a taxpayer input import bill. There you go. There you go. So if we can get you 13 million and got the ball rolling and then continue this work of aligning the DMOs, aligning the industries, aligning matching funds to really help you drive to be a really effective 13 million. <laughs> that would be great. That's the plan. And it, it works with your help. We're so grateful for the help of the hospitality association and you and your team in Olympia. Well, we, we, we're both blessed to have strong teams. All right, let's let's bring this home. What are you most hoping that the operator listening to or the, the industry diehard that's listening to takes away from our conversation today? I hope that hoteliers and restaurateurs and attractions and cult cultural institutions and outdoor tour leaders, every segment of the industry is excited at what we've built together because it really has been has been built together. The industry has mobilized like we've never seen it before. I think we're fired up in spite of pandemic and economic concerns. We've begun and that's key. And so I, I hope that they feel excited about the future. They know that the future is paved with partnership. That is how we will build on top of this foundation always, always partnership. And I think that means some great opportunities for them to actively market with us to bolster their business, but also make the, the state destination a much stronger brand. I, I'm, I'm excited to do it together. I think I would agree absolutely with you, the action you can do. When you see a legislator, when they come in for Rotary or when they, they come in for on the legislative break on the weekend, or you just get a chance to call them, 
remind them how much tourism matters to to you and Main Street and your lobby and your employees. Two, we're all we're all in this together. So support your local DMO, which and encourage the DMO to make sure that they're aligned with us, because we're going to get synergy. We're not going to beat them by outspending them. We're going to get them by working together smarter. Right. Um, and so that synergy you can encourage from all levels, from your local electeds to your DMOs to David. And then hopefully I can be a humble servant or go between in between there. I think it'd be great. And then lastly, see how your brand can align. David's created just some great messages, some great other things. How can you take what you're putting on your website, what you're putting elsewhere and say, how do I feed off of this? So when they see the, the billboard or the ad, the, the online ad about our industry, and then they come to your site exactly what we're talking about the state of washington true to nature great experiences what can i see locally while i'm in the area you know this is this is one okay it's it's, it's okay to cheat off your neighbor <laughs> we're your friend we want you to use dave's products well in fact anthony i mean we have a brand toolkit we have photos and videos that can be used by the industry the, the whole idea here with those things and with our various marketing and research co-op programs is that we are partnering we're trying to create a lot of opportunities at, at low or no cost for the industry to use because we all elevate with it. So yeah, please do check out the website. There's an industry side to the website that they can look at in addition to the consumer destination side, all kinds of tips and tactics and tools they can use. Well, David, thank you for your continued friendship. I look forward to our continued early morning talks as we try to figure out how to successfully support the industry through these times. Thanks for sharing where we're at a year later with, with tourism. And hopefully together we can be celebrating if we do an update in July. <laughs> oh, that sounds awfully good. Thanks for all your support, Anthony. You and your team really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the February episode of the CEO Podcast. We'll see you next month. listening to the Washington Hospitality Industry Podcast. Make sure to visit our website, wahospitality.org, where you can learn more about the restaurant and lodging industries and the Washington Hospitality Association. Be sure to subscribe to the show in iTunes, Google, Spotify, or iHeartRadio so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Thank you so much for that effort. Until next time.